Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? We appreciate our J. Webb and his gracious words, and we appreciate you, kind listeners, and we are thankful that you tune in to study the Word of God with us. In John 8.32, Jesus says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. When I read that text, I am reminded of three things. One, I recall as a boy, standing in front of my elementary school principal, as my mother is seated in his office, and he asked me a question of which I cannot recall. But I do recall my mother saying, The truth shall make you free. And I am thinking at that moment, if I tell the truth, I have had it. I would not be free. Well, I did tell the truth, accepted my punishment, and I've lived to tell it today, so it must have not been that bad, whatever it was. I did tell my mother years later, she did take that verse out of context, and she replied, But you told the truth, didn't you? And I did. Let me pause here and say this very quickly. If you're a boy or girl or mom and dad, you've got a boy or a girl that's having some trouble telling the truth, please tell them, always tell the truth. You may be punished for it, but punishment will correct and make you better. If you lie, you'll tell another lie. You'll lose trust, and sometimes trust is very hard to get back. Always tell the truth. A second thing that comes to my mind with John 8.32 is when it is erroneously taught that one cannot know truth. Well, dear friends, Jesus says, you shall know the truth. And I find it rather humorous and yet sad, too, when one tells me they know that I cannot know something. Now, let that sink in for just a moment. When a person says they know that one cannot know then how do they know that, if you will? Then third, of course, the absolute fact from this verse. One can know the truth. In John seventeen seventeen, Jesus said in his prayer to the Father, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Truth is knowable, and as it sanctifies, truth is doable. It is certain. The Bible is God's inspired and errant word representing absolute truth and the final authority in all matters. You know, dear friends, although we do live in a changing world, some things never change. The words of God in Malachi 3 and verse 6 declare, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Hebrews 13, verse 8 speaks of Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And let's think about the truth, God's Word. In John 12, and verse 48, Jesus said, He that rejects me and receives not my words hath one that will judge him. The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him in the last days. Or in the last day. The Bible speaks of other certainties in this old changing world. And as we focus on the certainties, 
They will help us with the many changes this old world brings forth. We're going to look at a few of these today, shall we? But first, our J-Webb has a great free online Bible study opportunity that he wants to share with us. Dear friends, the International Gospel Hour not only offers a free Bible study course by mail, but our friends at World Bible School offer an online study if you prefer. It is absolutely free. All you do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. That is a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, back to Jeff. Let's begin with the certainty of exposure. How plain can the text of Numbers 32.23 be? Unto Israel Moses said, But if you do not do so, then take note. You have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. A warning unto Israel. In Ecclesiastes 12.13 and 14, we are reminded, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Romans 14.12 affirms, So then each of us shall give account of himself to God. Dear friends, our sins will be exposed. We note this certainty and truth in the examples for it. For example, if you will, of David and his sin with Bathsheba in Second Samuel 12, beginning with verse 1. Even Jonah in the first two chapters of the book of Jonah, and Ananias and Sapphira and their lying and how they were found out to be liars in Acts 5, 1-11. Dear friends, unrepentant sin, failure to obey God, or living an unfaithful life that was once faithful, will be exposed. This is a certainty. I want to make certain my sins are forgiven, for when God forgives, He forgets them. Hebrews 8.12 Here is another certainty. Number two, the certainty of leaving our earthly possessions. How plain can this text be? Listen to 1 Timothy 6.7 For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. In Job 1.21, Job said, Naked came I from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, there is a saying based on this certainty from the Scriptures, and it goes like this, You can't take it with you when you die. We can place material things within our caskets as we are lowered into the ground, But they will not go with us. They will remain there in the casket. Now, dear friends, I have shared and left things with those that would soon be buried as a way of a comfort for me and an assurance of something that meant something to me. We're not speaking of not doing that, but we are realistic in that they will remain there in the casket. From our teaching here, the less that one invests in the things of this world, the better one actually will be. It is true, friends. We cannot take it with us. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew six nineteen through 21 Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. 
but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It is a certain thing that we will leave our earthly possessions. Is it time to lay up treasures in heaven, friend? My, how those treasures are so rich and full, and to be found through the Word of God. With that said, our J. Webb has another study opportunity. Let's listen to our friend J. Webb. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at one 855 IGH 6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please Send the Home Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. And let's also consider, dear friends, the certainty of harvest time. Listen to Galatians 6, beginning with verse 7. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Dear friends, how plain can this text be? Listen within Galatians 6, 7-9, through 9, the latter part of verse 7. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. That is a certainty, dear friends. I mean, after all, in our gardens, if we plant corn, we will reap corn. If we plant tomatoes, we will reap tomatoes. This is a certainty in the spiritual realm. And the question would be, to where are we sowing? Are we sowing to the Spirit, or are we sowing to the flesh? We have but two choices, and we must ask, which shall it be? Will we sow to the Spirit and reap eternal life, or sow to the flesh and reap corruption? When we think about Galatians 5, verses 19 through 23, Galatians 5, 19 through 21 tells us what happens when we live according to the world or sow to the flesh. But we also learn that we will reap the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23 if we will sow to the Spirit. Dear friends, this is a simple truth. The certainty of harvest time that what we sow, we will reap. It also comes back to the certainty of exposure to be sure your sin will find you out in Numbers 32, 23. And might we submit that the earthly possessions that we talked about moments ago, that those may be the very things we are sowing and we see we can't take those with us. Dear friends, these are three certainties we need to think about and to make certain that our lives are in accordance with God's will. There is the certainty of exposure, the certainty of leaving earthly possessions, 
and the certainty of harvest time reaping what we sow. Dear friends, may we think on these things. May we study God's Word together and see God's will for our lives. We're going to talk more about this in another broadcast. More certainties, if you will. But for now, I appreciate you joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. Please join us each and every time. I'm thankful that you're with me. I'm Jeff Archie, dear friends, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God, we will.